Hello and welcome to Ditching Hourly. I'm Jonathan Stark. And today I am joined by Carrie Grinter. Carrie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hello, Jonathan. Hi, good to have you. Nice. It looks like a nice day there. I know this is audio only for most people, but uh, got a beautiful garden outside with some goats in it wandering around, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Eating stuff. Yes. So let's start off by um, telling folks what you do. Could you kind of give folks a background about uh, where you're at right now and with your business? Yeah, I'm a Pilates teacher. Uh, I teach in Northamptonshire in the UK. I started 24 years ago. So I was kind of at the beginning of the the sort of explosion of Pilates in the UK at the time. Um, Now I run the business with my son, who was six when I started training and is now 31. Um, I was hoping to retire, or not retire, but kind of wind down a little bit um, at the beginning of last year. And then this bug thing came along and threw a spanner in those particular works and plans. So so here we are a year and a half on, having had to transition kind of overnight into um, online, um, ditch face-to-face temporarily, and now we're, we're building back up again. So that's where we're at. Fascinating. So uh, let's talk about the remote challenge, the not face-to-face challenge first, because Pilates, for those who don't know, uh, it has like a bunch of kind of large equipment. So how, so, so how do your remote people deal with that? Okay, so uh, we're, we predominantly are mat-based. Okay. So we do mat classes with small equipment. Um, we do have reformers in our main studio, but uh, we were teaching in four locations across the county where we live. Mm. My main studio is based at um, the county cricket ground in Northampton, um, where the equipment stuff was. So we, we literally had to shut that overnight. Mm. And that was quite tough, to be honest, because I started there in, I was jokingly say, I, you know, I started my business last century, because of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> and we, I started at the cricket ground in um, 1999, March 1999. So it's exactly 21 years to the, almost to the day that I started there. Mm-hmm. And I found myself on the day before lockdown having to, you know, close the building, turn the lights off and, you know, set the alarm and padlock the gates. Mm. Driving home in tears, thinking that's this is 20, you know, 21 years of my life and my, my working life has been in this building. And, you know, I don't know when we're going to go back in there again. <laughs> and so as it happened, it wasn't until the 1st of October. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So it was it was a long a long haul to get to get back to to class in my studio. Mm. And do you so were you do you rent that or you own it? No, I rent it. Are I rent paying rent the whole time yeah. while it was closed. Yeah. yeah. So no, they were great. I was really lucky that you know actually they were really really understanding. So mm. so yeah, we were we were good. Unlike a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So we we literally. In in nine days, we turned it around. So, I mean, at the time of COVID closing down the world, we had 400 people in class every week in three venues paying a monthly direct debit. And that went overnight. Wow. So, <laughs> so that was, so we had to sort of, you know, email everybody and say, okay, 
this is what we're going to do. We're going to go online. <laughs> we, we dropped the price right down to literally a five or a class because we didn't know that we could deliver it. Right. And, you know, our, our sort of USP has always been small classes, hands on. You know, it, it's we're not there. I haven't got a microphone I could run a small nation with. I'm not bouncing around in, in leg warmers or whatever, having my own little workout. I've spent <laughs> 24 years bending over people on the floor or pulling springs or, you know, moving equipment around. Right. So um, that's been our passion, if you like. And I guess uh, a lot of the people we teach are people with back problems. So that's been our sort of speciality. Mm-hmm. So it's like, could we do that? Could we deliver that online? So we dropped the price right down and we had, we gave them two options. So so option one is we put your direct debit on hold until we can start again. Mm -hmm. Option two, we reduce your direct debit to five quid a class. um, And we put you into an online class. Some of them came up with option three. And option three was we want to do online. But keep the money the same. Don't reduce the money. I'll, I'll carry on paying you what I was paying before. Mm-hmm. So isn't that interesting? Cue lots of crying. <laughs> right. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. We had, so just to uh, maybe commiserate there, I have two, two similar situations in my life where I'm the customer. And yeah. one was my personal trainer who I saw twice a week for years. And I was like, when it first happened, he was he didn't know what he was going to do he never he didn't know what zoom was he's just not a computer guy and um and i was like well he he just was like well i guess we'll just stop having appointments until we see what happens i was like no way dude like i won't do anything and he was like well i'll send you i'll just make you some the, the weekly um you know the two sessions each week he has this little like plan and he's like i'll just keep making your plans and send them to you don't worry about it you don't have to pay me and i was like all right. And he sent them to me and I did one. And then I was like, I just couldn't make myself do it without someone kind of like, not yelling at me, but you know what I mean? So, um, so I insisted that I, I I don't think I'm remembering this wrong. I think I explained to him what could work. And yeah, in, in one week he had all of his clients plus some new ones that were remote doing remote zoom classes because the value isn't in me showing up at the gym i mean there's some good things about that there's equipment there that i can't that i don't have at home obviously like i have pretty much no equipment at home but the the importance was just having an appointment with another human being that i wasn't going to skip wasn't going to reschedule i was going to actually do it it was an official meeting in my calendar (laughs) and without that i i was just not doing it it was just not happening so you know and and then the question of money is like well you know, in their minds, the seller's mind, it's like, well, this isn't as hard for me. I don't have to travel. They're not getting the hands on whatever. But in the, at least in my case, in the buyer's mind, that's not really what I'm paying for. What okay. I'm really paying for is to actually do it. And I know that if I don't have an appointment with another person, I am not going to do it. And then, you know, before you know it, two weeks turns into two months, turns into two years. And now yeah. I have back problems again, or now I'm whatever, I'm not happy. And the same thing yeah. with my karate school. So myself and my two kids are all in the same karate school and they did the same thing. They switched over to Zoom and the, the way they did it was similar to yours, it, your plan where they were like, um, we don't know what we're doing. 
not computer people, but um, we don't know how long this is going to be. So they they made a really quick and theirs was the same, similar with you. They have probably about 400 students. Uh, very complicated, very difficult communication thing with the email and all that and like get every, everybody on the same yeah. page and teaching them how to use Zoom and making sure they're in the right class. And they and they and their payment thing was, we don't know if how this is going to work, if this is going to work. So you can opt to stop getting pay, charged monthly or uh, do they, they offer a discount? No, I think they just said it's going to be free. Yeah, they just made it free. It wasn't even a choice. We're not going to charge anybody's yeah. card for like the first month, I think. And and after that, definitely by the end of that first summer, they were they were like, okay, um, we're going to start charging again. So, you know, it was kind of like up to everyone if they were going to stick with it. Uh, and I don't think they had gone back to any in person. It might have been, well, it doesn't matter. But the point is that it was, I, I appreciate what a huge undertaking that is to 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 switch into an online version, yeah. um, but just to just to give you some reassurance from the other side, and maybe you've heard this at this point, the appointment is the important thing, really, yeah. for, for me. Absolutely. Okay, so what was your experience? Um, and this this is actually going to factor into pricing and other things too. So it's not just you know, it's just a fun walk down memory lane or not so fun walk down memory lane. So what ended up happening? You know, we're months and months and months into this. Is so. We lost um, we lost a few people completely um, because they didn't want to do Zoom. We um, we kept a lot of people and we gained a few people. So people that have moved away and then haven't been able to sort of you know recreate the experience they'd had with us were so like yay I'm right. back in class. So that's been that was lovely. Um, so you know we we've had a bit of a mixture really. Um, we, we upped the prices after three months um, to a slightly more sensible price. Um, so we went from five quid to eight quid. But it's still per um, class. Yeah, per class. So you didn't, yeah, go, you didn't go back to monthly. Oh, no, we, we, it, that, we just changed the direct debit. So it went from, I think it was about 35 quid pre-lockdown down to 16 pounds then went up to 26 pounds. Okay. And they're entitled so, to some number of classes yeah. for that. Is it, so, use, yeah. is it use it or lose it or? Um, we, the, the way we run our classes, we, we basically run in six blocks through the year. So then it's 39 weeks. So I, and that's where the pricing is always quite tricky um, mm -hmm. because we're not a sort of a gym. Mm -hmm. It's not open sort of 24 seven. Mm -hmm. um, we haven't got loads of teachers. Um, we limit numbers. We only have a, a set number of people in each class. Mm -hmm. So that's where pricing, you know, has, has always sort of caught me out in the past, I guess. And it, and it does for lots of, lots of teachers who teach like I do. Mm -hmm. um, because we don't run drop-in classes. Right. <laughs> quite bossy, really. Quite stroppy. <laughs> it's like, we do this, we don't do this. Right. So <laughs> do... Now that you are doing remote stuff, Zoom stuff, would drop-in classes actually be a problem, or do you, or does it is it really important to keep the class sizes? It's, we still keep it to twelve. Mm -hmm. We never teach more than twelve. So um, actually, that's not that's not true. true. I have if I see people on the waitlist and I know them and I know my class because I've been teaching for so long, I might let a couple of them in. Mm -hmm. But I, I literally, I, I do what I'm doing here now with you. I am sitting, 
I mean, I'm, I'm looking at my laptop, but above that, I've got this big screen and then I've got sort of 12 little squares. <laughs> and I'm going, <laughs> you know, Sue, move your bum. <laughs> and, you know, Jonathan, it's not gynecology for beginners. Bring <laughs> those legs in a little bit. <laughs> and did you think about what you were wearing today? Um, <laughs> That's the that's the the bawdy side of my teaching. Yes, I'm sorry, sure. <laughs> that comes out quite a bit. Um, but you know, it does help them get their alignment a lot better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, we still we still <laughs> keep those classes kind of you know it's as it's as hands on as it can be. Right. You know, um, mm-hmm. because that's I, I don't want to compromise. I don't want to teach fifty people. What would be the point of that? I'm not teaching them. I'm just shouting instructions. And then any idiot can do that. And quite honestly, you do it for free. You know, there's enough free crap on YouTube and Christ knows what else out there. You know, don't pay for it. Don't pay to watch somebody else have a workout. That's bonkers in my book. <laughs> yes, but they don't get the body humor that way. So <laughs> No, they don't. <laughs> so there you go. Value add. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so so I I, th- I want to come back to the the different ways to price this, the pricing models, and um, but but first, let's talk about um, let's talk. Even though it's a weird situation, let's talk about current. You know, think about where you are currently. Kind of describe that um, the class, the 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 enrollment has roughly netted out equally, but you've decreased your prices by twenty five percent or so. Uh, so that's not great. And, um, I assume you, it sounds like you do have the studio back open. Yeah, we're, we're back open now. Um, we opened, uh, the first, first of June, we started back, but then we had a problem because my studio is quite small. And then what we know about COVID is there's less risk on sort of surface transmission, but it's kind of airborne. So because the studio is smaller, then had to go and buy two air cleaning machines. So they're running constantly that we're in there. And we could only we started off having um, seven people in the studio instead of 12, just to see. And oh, actually, that was the restrictions as well on the size of the space. So we couldn't have we couldn't have more than seven people. So we had to start back. We put the prices up face to face. That went up by a pound. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also meant that I had to teach more because we couldn't really afford to pay a teacher to teach a class when we've only got seven people in the room. Mm. So I've been sort of having to teach more. Um, we've just got back now to, um, we start back the week after next with a class of 12 again. So we're back to our class of 12. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And we've rejigged the timetable quite a bit too. Okay, so what um, what does that mean for the Zoom stuff? You're going to keep doing Zoom stuff, do you we'll think? Keep doing Zoom, yeah, yeah. So we've got a whole raft of, of pricing stuff now. Yes. So it makes my head spin. I leave it to my son. You know, his his brain's younger than his mother's. So, um, and I've never been good with numbers. So I'm much better with kind of words and. <laughs> Do you do you intend to do you intend to like even if the studio even if the pandemic is completely over, would you still keep the Zoom stuff? Yeah, Yeah. without a doubt, it would be absolutely bonkers to get rid of it because it's worked so well for so many people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and it's sort of pre-pandemic. We just had one offering, well, no two. We had Mac class or Reformer class, and that was it. 
-hmm. Now we've got people doing one Mac class a week. We've got people doing one Zoom class a week. We've got people doing one Mac class and one Zoom class a week. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We've got people doing uh, group form class, the whole shebang. So, you know, it's, it's been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We had the same experience with our karate school. We're doing, uh, the kids are doing one socially distance in person. Uh, we, there's, we're, they're still not allowed to be max capacity where we are. Um, so they've got masks on and they're spaced way out. And then we do one zoom class with them each week. So they're still doing, you're supposed to do at least two classes a week. And, uh, yeah. And it's, it's, I mean, as the chauffeur of the family, it's, uh, pretty nice. Uh, actually my wife did some chauffeuring this week, but usually it's me driving back and forth and back and forth. So being able to cut that in half is pretty nice. And it's, you know, of course there are some things in the class that you can't do in the house just because of space constraints. We don't have like a giant basement. So, you know, doing like, you know, jump spinning back kicks, just kind of like smash into the TV. (laughs) Take the light fittings out. (laughs) Really popular. Right, right. So what, so, so do you notice, is there any pattern either demographically or psychographically between the folks who seem to prefer the zoom experience for all the reasons don't have to travel don't have to whatever brush your teeth you know and then the the in-person is there is there a group of people that just hated zoom and couldn't wait to get back into the the class and what do those people have in common and are there people who much prefer the zoom experience it's honestly you would think that it was going to be the older people that would hate the Zoom and be absolutely resistant to it and the younger ones that didn't want to do it. And there is no, um, there's no pattern whatsoever. It is just, it's beyond bizarre, if you like. We've got, um, we've got older people perfectly happy on Zoom and we've got others that, you know, just couldn't wait to get back. Um, then we've got younger people that just wanted to do zoom because it kind of suited them people with young children absolutely the best thing ever because you know i haven't got to get a babysitter i haven't got to wait for my husband to come home get off the train so or anything stressful, like that. Yeah. yeah it's just there's it's it's completely random we've got people that have got um health you know they're, they're clinically vulnerable mm-hmm. so they're happy because that they can stay safe and they're still getting their Pilates class, you know, they're still keeping backs healthy and heaven knows what else. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, dem- I mean, geographics take as a, a little bit of that because yeah. some people were driving quite a long way to come to a class. So, you know, they're happy that they're not spending two hours to do a one hour Pilates class. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, right. there's no, no sort of rhyme or reason to, to any of it. Okay. <laughs> I wish there was, I could sell it. <laughs> Well, there's a little bit of rhyme and reason, people with little kids and people far away. So, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it seems obvious, but that's... vulnerable, yeah. Yeah, and people who yeah. are vulnerable, right. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping take that... All, yeah, take all of that away, and then the mixture is is just completely random, you know. It's yep. Yeah. People that have been, you know, not far from the ground, that from the studio, just did not want to do online mm-hmm. at all. People didn't want to do it because they're online all day. So I just sure. want to get away from it. Yep. Yeah. I don't do the online karate class because I'm on Zoom all day. So it's like, yeah. I was like, I can't do it. 
yeah, not doing it. I love, I love karate, but I'm not doing that. So I tried a few and I was just like, oh man, it's like being on, on zoom 12 hours. It felt like extended, you know, cause my class would be like, you know, I'd be on zoom three times during the day, four times, maybe for five hours. And then, you know, and then after dinner, like 8 PM go back on. So then I'm like on zoom until 9 PM. So, yeah. So I, I totally get that. There one one thing that I did notice after about two months in, it was you, we've got quite a lot of older people. So people um, in their late sixties, seventies, early eighties are in our classes, and I think for for some of them that live on their own, it was awful because all of a sudden you had a little snapshot of what your life may well be like when you are not able to do, you know, to get out oh, and about. Wow, interesting. Yeah. So, and, and that that sort of struck me after, you know, just talking to a couple of them. So I found that what I was doing was I would log on early and I'd start chatting <laughs> if they came in and I would leave it running at the end and I'd go off and make a cup of tea and just leave them chatting between <laughs> each other. Um, because they just needed That's it. That's amazing. <laughs> But it's, you know, all of it, I, I jokingly call where I live incontinence close <laughs> because everything beyond me down there is a bungalow. It's God's waiting room. <laughs> the ambulances come thick and fast up my road, wow. but it's really quiet. <laughs> but, you know, I can remember somebody saying, uh, a friend of mine used to sort of help um, a friend who had a florist. And every Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, Christmas Eve, he would help and do the rounds. And he would come to a few of the people down there and he hated it on Mother's Day, hated it. And the reason he hated it was because he said, I'd go up to some little old dear, give her a bunch of flowers, and it would, and she'd be just disappointed because all she's got was a bunch of flowers from her kids because they can't be asked to go and see her. <laughs> so suddenly, you know, these were my lovely clients who normally would have a very busy lifestyle and be, you know, out and about and coming to class and suddenly nothing, all gone. You can't go out, you can't shop, you're stuck there. Mm. And you kind of think, hell spells, is this going to be me in 20 years' time when I'm incontinent and can't walk or need my Zimmer frame? <laughs> is this? And you've got that snapshot yeah. of life. And actually, that's when the mental health stuff really kicks in. Mm. If that's, you know, that's almost... That contact on a weekly basis and a chat after class is way more important than, you know, throwing legs around in the air. <laughs> right. How well did these people know each other before lockdown? Um, the classes get to know each other because I've still got the first person that ever got in touch with me when I first qualified in 1997. She's still wow. in class. Wow. So that's because I'm just such a crap teacher, probably. Um, <laughs> hopefully she'll get better. <laughs> but they do tend to stay. You know, we have incredible longevity with our clients. So they do get to know each other. So, yeah, it was really nice for them to see, you know, the same faces. We tried to put them into the same classes. We had a, a pretty much a similar timetable to what we had before as much as we could. So the same faces were in. So yeah, they were kind of catching up a little bit and how are you doing and all of that. Mm. So did you get anybody uh, in Zoom? I know you said you you got some people back in Zoom, but did anybody brand new start without ever having seen you in person? Yep. How did those clients yep. come in? Um, 
I just kind of went on Instagram and Facebook and just did stuff in the studio, did stuff in here. Mm-hmm. Sort of, I'm, I'm an early riser, so I would get up and kind of six o'clock in the morning or seven o'clock in the morning, come and do some Pilates. Mm-hmm. And then, then I thought, oh, this woman's mad. I'll do her class. <laughs> <laughs> so you, in your bio, you had a link to, to the school website yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So they would they kind of join us and mm-hmm. yeah. So, so we, we yeah, and they've stayed. They some of them have stayed online, and some of them have come into to face to face classes now too. So are most of them like re- reasonably local to you, or are they from all over the place? They're, they're the ones that are coming in are relatively local. We do have um, we I think we've got somebody's mum who's down in Devon, which is. A long way away, obviously, down down on the south coast. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's in class. Um, we had a couple of people move during lockdown, so they 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 kind of left the area, so they 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 carried on, but mm-hmm. wherever they've gone to. Okay, interesting. Um, but still, most people are. I mean, you're not getting people from the United States. Not so far, no. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. Not yet. <laughs> But who knows? Maybe now. Maybe <laughs> if now. You, yeah, if you've got a dodgy back or you know your pelvic floor is hanging between your knees, then <laughs> feel free. <laughs> well, I I do have a dodgy back, and I went to Pilates. There's a Pilates studio right around the corner from me. And years ago, it was it was bad, and I was and someone suggested that I go over to see Cheryl Turnquist, <laughs> and I went and it was great. Totally, totally worked. For, for my it lower does. back yeah it was fabulous yeah. i should go back actually or maybe i'll just take your class so but we did reformer we did the machines and stuff i did a few um they had uh i think they're called trx classes uh, which isn't yeah. pilates but you know it's still like i don't think it's pilates but it's i mean i think some of the stuff that that you know joe was doing in on the reformer and the tower and stuff is is almost exactly the same as the sort of stuff you may do on a TRX machine. So it's kind of gravity and stuff. So, right. Yeah. yeah. It is a good thing to, to I, I would imagine it's one of those things that you kind of can get away with, you know, you know, it's like with in karate, you kind of can too, but you know, it's, it's good enough. Um, and when you bring in all the other aspects, like you don't have to commute, you don't have to worry about getting a babysitter. You don't have to worry yeah. about getting, sick even if it wasn't a pandemic you know some people are germaphobic and yeah um, yeah all of that stuff then it's like hmm okay this is still a, you know helping me physically which is sort of the ostensible surface level um articulation the explicit articulation of what the benefit is but there are all those other benefits that are i think once you and i suppose you could sell those benefits as well and then um but certainly once someone has the experience, they, you know, may or may not consciously recognize it, but there are going to be these other things that they derive value from, you know, that all yeah. of these things. I think as long as you lot are out there bending over a keyboard yeah. or, a, or a phone or, you know, I mean, the first thing I do when I see somebody one-to-one, um, when I'm sort of, you know, trying to explain about what we're going to be doing is I show them a picture of, of, of the skeletal system with the plumb line. Yep. And then I give them a five kilogram medicine ball. Uh-huh. And they're kind of like, holy poo. And essentially, and I say to them, okay, so I hold it out in front of you so that your abs kick in. Mm-hmm. And mom's well, really heavy, Karen. Yeah, that's your head. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because... <laughs> 
The average, but when you tangibly hold something mm-hmm. that heavy, because the average head weighs between four and a half and five and a half kilograms. Mm. So, you know, if you think that every time you spend shoving a mouse, chin poke posture, or driving, yeah. you know, and, and that's what most of our clients do. They, they're spending hours over a keyboard or a tablety thing mm-hmm. or a steering wheel. And then they get home and they sit on the sofa and they've got a remote and then they've got a beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> great it's like yeah. being an undertaker never <laughs> going to be out of business am i <laughs> so it's... joint mobility um and it doesn't matter whether it's your spine or your hips or your knees or whatever else you mm-hmm. know it doesn't matter what it is it's just getting you moving but and that's why we've kept to small classes and why even online we've kept to small classes because I want to be looking at people. I want to be able to give them that feedback to mm-hmm. sort of, you know, stop them normal posture, try and open stuff up a little bit. Yep. It's just getting them to think that actually, yeah, this is worth paying for. Right. Because I can do it for free. I can do it with Joe Wicks. We have, um, actually, you might not know Joe Wicks. Over here, there's this... Um, this bloke called Joe Wicks, who's like a personal trainer, but he he got on board with lots of, you know, publicity stuff. And he's been mm-hmm. on Breakfast TV and CBUs, which is kids' programmes. Mm-hmm. And then I get people saying, oh, I'm really hurt my hip, Karen. So how did you do that? Oh, I was doing Joe Wicks with my grandchildren. <laughs> <laughs> You're 65. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah. Well, so you're actually bringing up an interesting um, point. So that there's there's pros and cons to having gone online, which uh, on the one hand, now you could start getting uh, clients, or what do you call them, clients or customers? Yeah. Or, yeah so now you could start getting clients from the United States, but you're also in competition with every other, you, you no longer have this kind of insulation of being perhaps, you know, one of very few number of Pilates yeah. studios in a geographic region. Yeah. So... There's a there's a, a little balancing act to do there, you know. Yeah. But maybe you could go on morning TV. You certainly have the personality for it. <laughs> so <laughs> get more people in your class. So if you were going to, so let's think capacity wise, right? Because I mean, well, you know, I kind of skipped over a piece because I'm making a big assumption. Um, I think before we started recording, you mentioned retirement. Uh, you know, like. Yes. Yeah, so, so, th- so th- you know, one to three years down the line, where would you like the business to be? Um, my son happily running it and me doing whatever I choose to do, whenever I choose to do it. Got it. Okay, so that's good. You've got a succession plan in place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the, okay, so that's that answers that. And is the, um, how far away, I guess, how far away, like what's the difference between now and then? Is it Does it seem like... Like you're kind of on the path to that, or does it seem impossible? Um, I think with literally in the last few weeks, I just feel like I'm beginning to sort of see that that could happen. Okay. Whereas you know, uh, beginning of this year, I, 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 yeah, I couldn't see that that was going to happen because we were, you know, we'd had the horrible Christmas crap and we we're in lockdown again. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's sort of, um, and I, I mean, I guess as well, I do, I am concerned about what the future is going to look like. Mm-hmm. You know, it's at the moment, everyone is spending money, right. um, quite a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I mean, over here, we've got an, um, 
we've got a, a real shortage of HGV drivers because we've also had to deal with Brexit. <laughs> so the, you, you can't get a table in a restaurant for love nor money um, because they haven't got staff. So, you know, you have to book months ahead if you want to go anywhere decent. A lot of the big restaurants are only open for dinner or they're only open for lunch because they literally cannot do a full service restaurant thing. Because of the staff, not the tables. Haven't got the staff. Yeah, same here. We've, we've got um, HGV drivers. We're about 100,000 short, apparently. So we've got a supply chain problem going on now. Um, I, I've just had to drive 10 miles to try and find a fennel bulb, which is August. <laughs> Sorry for anyone sort of green listening to this. <laughs> um, so, so, you know, so I, I do kind of worry that, you know, yeah, we, we, we've got lots of people inquiring about our classes at the moment. Is this going to last? What's right. this landscape going to look like in 12 months' time? Mm-hmm. We've had furlough stuff here. I don't know whether you had that in, in, in the States, but we, you know, Boris was paying loads of wages for people. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people have been, um, you know, getting getting paid for doing nothing. So mm-hmm. there's loads of jobs going. Right. But, I mean, you know, and this, this may sound really horrid, um, but... <laughs> There's a lot of a lot of really lovely people from Europe and particularly Eastern Europe were doing the jobs that Brits didn't want to do. Mm. So taxpaying Brits like me <laughs> have have now got to pay them to still not work. I don't know. Yes. Well <laughs> so it's you know, it's maybe that's a little controversial. But <laughs> Yeah, we don't want to get in a wrestling match. No, God, so, no, don't do that. So, no, that but the point is the the big point is the big point is you it's just very yeah. unclear what's gonna happen. Like Yeah. Right. So is it gonna last? Yeah. So I think well, so the good news is you've demonstrated over twenty years that you know how to keep a client. Yes, thank goodness. Somehow, right. So so it feels like your churn, which would be like the number of people who leave every month, your churn would be probably remain pretty low as long as you could keep adding people into the yeah. the customer life cycle. So how many, let's talk about capacity. In your current configuration, how many students could you handle? I think you said 400 at one point, but I think that was in person. That- that was over, yeah, that was over three three venues. I think at the moment we're about at just over 300 in two venues. So we lost a venue, um, essentially, because that um, that closed down last Easter. So mm-hmm. that's gone, and we've not gone looking for another one. Okay. So, um, I mean, our biggest issue is teachers because we're very fussy mm-hmm. <laughs> about the quality of the teachers we have. And, but we also pay them really well, too. You know, they don't work for, um, you know, 20 quid an hour, which is what they're likely to get if they work in a big um, gym chain, for example. So, but then we expect more of them. And I think it's, and that's the difference is, you know, we are, our service is very different. You know, we're not open 24-7. We're not open seven days a week. We're not open 365 days of the year. Um, But you're in the same class every week, so we get to know you. Whereas some of those big gym memberships, you know, you're paying to use the facilities. Whether you actually turn up and do that is neither here nor there. They're banking on most of you actually not doing that, are they? of course. (laughs) The last thing they need is everyone turning up because they would be 
But, you know, and if somebody takes any notice of you, then, well, you're doing well. Um, so our model is completely different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, it's very. your model is very similar to my uh, karate school. So, excellent. right, because there's there there's one thing they do that's slightly different. I wonder if it would be a good idea for you. It's a little bit of a pain to set up, but the the way it works is that you pay a monthly fee and you're allowed to come to as many classes as you want. And when and that was true even before. Uh, the way it worked before was, as you might imagine, some classes were jammed, jammed, and some were like dead. And you yeah. never knew. You couldn't predict. I we've talked. I talked about it with them. I'm like, isn't there a way to kind of like smooth out this? He's like, you just never know. It's like, whatever. If there's a long week, you could always tell when it was a long weekend because the you know the classes were Monday through Thursday, and if Monday was a holiday, the Thursday class would be packed. You know, and they have like, and and the yeah. other thing is they're like probably four or five classes per night, you know, for different age groups, you know, there'd be like little champs for the kids five to seven and then seven to nine and so on yeah. and so forth in the adult class. So they had like four or five classes going two studios. So they're kind of overlapping and it was just a crush of people in between classes, like, you know, changing in and changing out. So now that they've switched to, and it was a problem, they, they, they knew it was a problem, but they were never, they didn't come up with a way to solve it. So the way that they do it, um, now and they're and they're not going to go back to the old way because they like it so much better is that on monday they release a new uh like oh the timetable yeah and you and you have to go in and register and if you know and you're expected to show up and there's not like a penalty or something and in fact i have canceled at the last minute but it's like very embarrassing because you know that you're really taking yeah. somebody else's spot and they're not going to be able to fill it and so you're, you're really being a jerk and and if when now of course the classes are much more predictably sized there's a and, and it is a i guess you would call it a use it or lose it policy because um they you know you could you you pay no matter how many classes you go to you can go to as many as you want or as few as you want technically but there's also this social pressure to go to it you're supposed to mm -hmm. attend at least two classes a week if you don't attend two classes a week you could go to four but if you don't attend two, you're going to hear about it. They're going to yeah. say, hey, I noticed you only came in once this week. What's going on? You know, and they'll, you know, they're really, they're nice about it. But so, you know, like there's pressure, there's social pressure and other people in the room who, who, oh, you know, I thought you were usually coming on Thursdays. I was kind of hoping we could have, you know, whatever sparred yeah. or, or worked out together. Um, so they have the, these, uh, a variety of there's some structure and there's some social, there's some structure, technical structure, and there's culture. And yeah. those two things work together to keep people from not going enough. So you never feel like, oh, I spent, I don't even know how much it costs, to be honest, but you spent this so yeah. much per month and I didn't go at all. I'm such a loser. It's not their fault, but why am I paying for this if I'm not going? Yeah. They solve that problem by kind of, you know, politely shaming you for not showing up. Instead of thinking like, yes, we got that money for free. They're like, because they know, well, first of all, I think their hearts are in the right place and they want people to be progressing and get better. But they also know that if you're not coming, you're going to stop paying. So they they address that. But now they've solved the problem with that. It's all you can eat. It's an unlimited thing. You could come every single night if you wanted to. And that like the gym problem, that could be a problem for them. But if you have to register in advance, it fixes it. Do, do they... 
Um, do they limit the numbers in those classes? Yes. There are a cap. There must be a cap at some point. Yeah, there we, is. Can, we can only physically get twelve people in right. our space. Yeah. And we wouldn't want. Oh well, as I said, there's no way I would teach more than twelve anyway because I want. I want that continuity mm-hmm. with people. So our clients have a recurring booking. So they're in the same class every single week. Oh, okay. So that's, they don't have to book in. They're just there. They can swap out of it. You know, if they do that, that do you remember that thing that we used to do called a holiday? If they, you know, <laughs> they suddenly have that holiday thing happen again. Then they can, they can unregister. Mm-hmm. And they have a calendar year to catch up. So, you know, if you join in January, mm-hmm. you've you've basically got 39 classes between now and December, as long as you are paying your direct debit. So if you've swapped out of any classes, you have a calendar year to catch up with them. So it's mm-hmm. up to you to look on the system and mm-hmm. find a space and swap in. Right. Um, but you, you kind of just have, they kind of picked it once and then that's it until they change it at some point. So yeah. like they're coming on Tuesday and Thursday at five. Yeah. Forever. That's it. Yeah. So they, okay. That, that helps. And most of them, and I think, you know, cause they're paying for it and mm-hmm. they know, you know, I mean, I do have people sometimes you think just sending money to my bank account is going to fix their back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so that's okay. Um, if you want to do that but to be honest if, if they do it a couple of times then i do say look if you're not going to come can i get the space away because you know somebody else could have it mm-hmm. so, and they and you know and we've got email notifications so if they don't turn up to class if i mark them as as, as you know a no show on the register they get an email from me mm-hmm. um we have this amazing booking system called go team up who are just fantastic oh really they, what's it called go team up they are brilliant um, I think the guys who, who who build it are in the States somewhere. Mm-hmm. There's a team over here. But they are outstanding, um, I have to say. I've been with them quite a few years, and I recommend them like crazy. And if anyone wants them, then please tell me, because if you get a referral from me, I get money, which is great. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I've got a dog to feed. <laughs> <laughs> so, but they are, I mean, they, they within days of COVID hitting, they they managed to get together Zoom integration. We've got on-demand video stuff as well. Wow. So we can link all our on-demand. They were absolutely superb. But I cannot, cannot, cannot praise them enough. Hmm. Um, if you need an online booking system for a kind of gym membership or sports stuff, they're just the very best. That is very good um, to know. Personally, yeah. <laughs> I was with my body and I just got sick to death of the price going up and up and up every single time. And, mm. you know, oh, no, you can't have, if you want to do that, you've got to go up to the next level. Yeah. 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 I think so, the karate school uses perfect mind or something like that. And I, I know they don't like it. And uh, it, tell them to check out my um, go team up then. Mm-hmm. I'll send you a link to them. You can check them out. They are just brilliant Great. i'm very very fond of them sorry i slightly digressed off that <laughs> okay so so but you clarified that so the karate, our karate school basically is all drop-in classes that's all it yeah. is but now yeah. you have to register for them so would you be able to well, i'm trying to see like what where's the capacity where's the limit like i mean it's, here's yeah the, i guess it's times of day mm-hmm. because it's you know it's um can you drop the kids off from school and then rock up to class? 
So, you know, 9.30 is a good time. Half one's quite a good time because then you can, you've got the day free, then you can go and do class half one to half two, then you go to school run at the other end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, 5.30, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, around those times you're catching the end of the working day depending on where people are. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So it, I, So it sounds like, kind of people who don't work during the day or you know have the kid drop off thing what about what about midday lunch type stuff is that is that just a dead yeah, zone no it's not too bad we have um we have reformer classes that are fairly busy at sort of midday so that seems to work quite well too mm-hmm. so we, i mean we are our spread of clients is i guess the youngest they're in their late teens and the oldest ones are in their 80s mm-hmm yeah. So there's a big spread of yep. ages, abilities, requirements. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know. And what? So you you basically have two levers to pull for to create you know whatever call it enough money to retire, financial independence, or whatever. You, there's really you could raise the price, or you can increase the number of clients, or some combination. Yeah. Right. Because it doesn't sound like. I mean, there's also the, the lever of cutting costs, but that doesn't seem like that doesn't seem I mean, you're going to you're paying for teachers and you're paying for space. You're probably you, you know, you like to pay more for teachers. So it doesn't seem like there's a, bit, a lot of a lot of um, play in the cut, cost cutting lever. So if you were going to what how would you let's say you kept your prices the same, but doubled your clients, what would have to happen We'd have to have a bigger studio so we could run two classes simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'd have to find um, probably five more teachers to okay. be able to cope with the extra classes. So you have five teachers now? Um, we have eight teachers now. Okay. So, so okay. But so. yeah, so it's, we could do it with probably five more if they had consistent work. Okay, and yeah. do the do new teachers? Is it kind of like the the personal trainer model where they bring their own clients, or is it more like you pay them an some amount of money per class? And they pay, we pay them monthly for whatever classes that they've taught. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're all self employed, and most of them work elsewhere as well, or they do their own stuff too, as well as working for us. Mm-hmm. Um, who's who actually charges the clients though do they or do you you do, do. okay yeah right. they just literally turn up teach go okay I mean, we, uh, slightly more than that as in you know there are a few things that we ask them to do but generally yes we do all the organizing the whole the, the timetable the whole system all the backroom stuff is all done by us good good okay good and Okay, so you wouldn't you wouldn't have to double staff to double the clients. No, we could. We we it's space. You know. Well, what if what if all yeah. of the what if the doubling was all in Zoom? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, we could probably do it with our existing staff if really? they wanted to do Zoom, and not all of them want to do Zoom. Yes. Anymore. Same thing happened yeah. at our at our gym. They yeah. lost like half their we, trainers. Yeah, we had. We've got. We've had some that will uh, have stayed on Zoom because of where they live. They were mm-hmm. travelling in to teach at the studio, so now they're they're happy to stay on Zoom. And we've got others that don't want to do Zoom. Mm-hmm. So, um, is there a is there a model where you could teach on Zoom, or maybe you do this already? Teach over Zoom from the studio. 
Or no. does everybody teach from Zoom at home? We, yeah, we all teach from Zoom at home. I teach from here, which is mm-hmm. kind of like my little studio space at home. Um, and the others teach from their homes. Um, I guess it's partly because um, it's really easy to work from home on Zoom. You just need a mat. Yeah. <laughs> right. you, know, you don't need, it doesn't need to be flashy at all. Um, and and it's kind of nice sort of, you know, seeing, seeing the houses and the pets <laughs> and that you know yeah it's a little more personal <laughs> right <laughs> so, so it's like do you really need that chair because that's really nice i've got just the place for it <laughs> you like shopping yeah i know and um, you know you commute them and then they can sort of you know kind of cough sneeze scream fart nobody knows yeah. it's not the right. same class obviously so right right i don't yeah. have to worry about anything yeah pros and cons yeah Always, always. All right, so uh, it seems that seems like all right. So we, so that seems like a big potential. That seems like a big potential because you wouldn't you wouldn't have you might have to hire different teachers, but you wouldn't have to dramatically increase your costs. No, you wouldn't have to go through the. I mean, it sounds like it would probably be if you had to hire five teachers, it'd probably be pretty hard and to keep them. Yeah, I think. <sighs> I mean, the, the, when we did all the sort of thumbs, when we were in, um, when we just had the online classes, I mean, all of a sudden, some of the, the costs that we'd had prior were just not there. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was quite an eye-opener. Um, but I guess, you know, while we were grateful that we were ticking over and, you know, we had such lovely clients keeping us going, I was desperate to get back in the studio and just get my mitts on people. Right. Yeah, of <laughs> course. Them. Right, right. Um, yeah. So, so but, but you wouldn't want to do twice as much in person, probably. Christ, no. I wouldn't want to do twice as much of anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> Half as much sense. I better. guess, yeah. I mean, if we could sort of spread it around and with, you know, our lovely teachers that we have, um, mm-hmm. and just, you know, having them working that suits them and we keep everyone happy and the clients are happy and everything's sticking over, then that's that's the best kind of thing, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. It's I think it's, you know, is it when you're sort of getting new people through the door, um, it, it, you know, we get people email in and say, oh, I've done Pilates before, I've done it at my gym. And you know perfectly well that is not what we do. Mm. So and it, and I keep saying to them, you need to do a beginner's thing, or you need to do something because you, I can't just drop you into class. It would be like turning up for intermediate Russian, and you haven't done beginners. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it's a little extreme, I know, but it's and, and people don't get that if they've never had experience of our classes. They mm. they really struggle to understand that, and it's like, well, what? And I've got to pay. Oh, what? And you, you're only doing thirty nine weeks of the year. Well, why can't I come every week? Um, and it, it, it's I said getting that across is quite difficult, and the pricing for that too, because it's I mean, like the group reformer classes. If they do a reformer class with us, I'm trying to think the membership for that it's about fifty eight pound a month, I think. So that's you know, and but they're only getting one class a week for thirty nine weeks. So how do you sell that? <laughs> the benefits? Well, you know. There's only eight of you. I know what's going on with you. And you're going to get lots of attention. And you're going to get my attention. You're going to get my experience and my input 
to try and help you sort out your dodgy shoulder, your dodgy hip, your dodgy back. Right. So that, yeah, keep going though, because the, the first half of what you said was features in the software business we call it. Those are the features. It can do this. It's better than the other thing because okay. of that. Oh, that's clever. How does it help? What's the benefit? Who cares yeah. if you're amazing at what you do? And the, and the answer yeah. is because you're actually going to feel better. It, you're yeah. going to feel better yeah. faster with someone experienced who's got 20 years in the business, who has their original customers still coming to them. So, okay. So, yeah, I'm probably going to have to stop her, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. So, here's, here's the. <laughs> you're never leaving, love. <laughs> yeah. It's like a Stockholm syndrome. So, okay. So, I'm, I, I have this picture in my mind of of using the studio, at least in part, and again, we're assuming there's post-pandemic at some point, using the studio as an onboarding kind of thing where new students have to come in or certain kinds of new students have to come into the studio for like an orientation or an assessment or something like that. So they get the feel for it. And then if, if they do that, I have to imagine that they're going to be more likely to stay longer term than someone who just signed up on Zoom, never met you in yeah. person, never was in yeah. the room. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm trying to imagine, because like if I did Pilates, and like initially, if I just like, I'm going to sign up for Pilates and I signed up online, I wouldn't have gotten it. Like I would not have gotten no. it at all. Because no. it's, it's like you do need, it, it really helps to have somebody there like you said you know like bending over you and like no bend your no seriously bend backwards more or whatever it is (laughs) and you're just like that's impossible i can't do it and they'll just like hold your hand a little bit or something so you can feel that it's going to work and but once you kind of get the feel for it i think i probably only did it i don't know 10 or 20 times 10 or 20 classes and then i was feeling a lot better um and then did you stop I started doing martial arts at that point. Oh, I switched because okay. then my back felt better. You're still doing something. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but they got me back on track. It was amazing. Um, so I think, so it seems obvious. Okay. The, the other lever is price. So the other lever is price. You're, I can tell from the story, like the fact that you lowered your price on Zoom, I can tell that you're probably reluctant to raise your prices. I'm guessing that you feel like there's a strong price sensitivity in your client's and it would be, you know, raising the price yeah. would be met with pitchforks and torches. <laughs> but we did. We did put our prices up. So but we not, only, not yeah. back up all the way. Uh, I, 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 we did. We, oh, you did? We went, I thought you said. Yeah, we, we, we did. Um, we, went, we went five quid online first, and now it's eight pounds. Actually, it's not. It's eight pounds if you have a regular membership, and it's nine pounds for a drop-in. And then when we went back to face-to-face classes, we upped it to twelve pounds. We we went up a pound on Zoom also. On, uh, no, on face-to-face classes. So Zoom Zoom classes, online classes are are now eight pounds. Okay, so but it's but it's I guess there's some confusion in my mind about. Sorry. Is it monthly or is it per class? Oh, sorry, that's per class. So but then they the, pay uh, yeah, monthly. The for, yeah, they pay monthly. And it's always so, the same number of classes. Yeah. Okay, so it's it's monthly. So I, I wouldn't don't I wouldn't even think of it as a per class. Okay. Yeah. So so monthly is like eight times eight class. However many classes it is. What is it like? Eight classes. 
or does it, it must change um, a little bit? It, yeah, it's it, that's where it's slightly tricky to sort of try and explain to somebody because um, we we run roughly school term time, mm-hmm. which I know sounds completely bonkers, but um, I, I started out like that because I had a small child. Yeah, you took summers off, right? So, <laughs> so I took summer off. I took you know half term, Easter, that sort of stuff, and we've just kept to it. Um, because we were more expensive than than most classes, you know, and we're still more expensive than most, you know, local classes in the village halls that you can just rock up if you want to or not, you know, or someone says, oh, fancy going for a pint. Oh, I was going to go to Pilates, not come for a pint. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, you know, we are we are more expensive than than most local classes. Mm-hmm. Um. And, and we do get people say, oh, you're too expensive. And I, I won't, and, and there's a there's a whole thing in the fitness world. Um, there's these little trends that come along. And there's been a trend over the last few years that, you know, on your website, you are supposed to offer a free session. You're also supposed to offer a high value free gift. Um, and it could be any old crap. But, you know, you sort of stick your brand on some recipes for kale smoothies or some other rubbish. And you send it along to people to sort of try and draw people in. Um, And if you look at most kind of fitness places, there's all this kind of scuff going on um, because that's what everybody else is doing. And um, and I'm not interested in that. I just think, you know what, I, I know what I'm doing. If you want my services, you can pay for it. Um, I'm worth the money, actually. <laughs> um, if you want free, fine. You know, go and poke around on Tinternet. Um, <laughs> and, well, you, you, know know. What, you know what attracts people more than a free toaster? <laughs> a line. If there's a line outside the restaurant, that's going to attract people. <laughs> yeah. So if you had a waiting yeah. list instead of a free gift or a free trial or whatever, a free session, yeah. and you can't yeah. sign up, you can't just sign up. You have to get on a waiting list. Yeah. Then, that's, well, that's fine by me. Wait, yeah, I'm right. worth it, you know. Well, it, we'll see it demonstrates. Yes, yeah, so you got the hair flip and everything. <laughs> I wish this was video. Yeah. So, but if if you did that, it's, it is, here's the thing about the free class and that, that puts all, that it has what my friend Blair N calls the stench of desperation. <laughs> and it puts all the power in the client's hands. Yeah. You're not, yeah. It's making them the prize. You're desperate for new clients. You're so desperate for new clients that you're giving away free garbage. And instead of, if you flip it around and say like, this is exclusive and you know, not in a, not in a fake way, but in a genuine way, because you yeah. are, want to be intentional and thoughtful about who you bring in and they need to like qualify to be a client of yours. That has a powerful, attractive effect on people. And if you if that was if that was the case uh, on your let's say on your website, it's like, oh, click here to join the waiting list or to apply and have them fill out this big form. Right. <laughs> so they have to do something, you know, tell us your medical history or whatever you would need to whatever you come sure You do ask people. Oh, a bunch of questions. Is that long. I right. tell people don't do it on your phone. You'll just throw your phone at the wall. There are so many questions to answer. You know, I literally practically need your bra size and inside leg measurement to get into class. (laughs) Right. So, (laughs) so that would be, so that's my, that's my response to the free session, free gift garbage. That's garbage. 
Um, so the the <laughs> well, you're doing so many things right. Um, I do think the I think the way the way that you presented the pricing to me was very confusing, and I do pricing all the time. Okay, you have monthly pricing. It's is it yeah. the same every month? Same amount every month? Yeah. Okay, so it's monthly. It's not per class. Yeah. So they get a bunch of things for this monthly fee, including some classes. Yeah. So okay. Class. I would. I would, I would urge you, I think you will find that it's much easier to talk about it if you say it's monthly. It's a monthly subscription. It's like ne Netflix for your back. So oh, I'm going to use that. Oh, good, please do. Yeah. <laughs> I used one the other day, actually. It was like, you don't clean, because well, I've been listening to your podcasts um, whilst walking the dog or driving to class. Um, and there was one the other day that said, you don't, what was it? You don't, you don't. Uh, floss your teeth three three hundred and sixty five <laughs> times per night before you go to the dentist. And I'm like, yes, I'm so using that. <laughs> but back pain, you know, you have to really keep up with it. If you do it, you know, once rocking up to class once a week, mm -hmm. not gonna fix your back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Every day, just like flossing your teeth. Right, and the other so, the other thing about the waiting list that ties into ties into this kind of exclusivity is would would be if you had a policy i don't know if it's explicit or if you just invoke it it when needed but it might be good to explicitly say if you cancel two classes in a row you're on probation and if you miss one more class after that you're out <sighs> that's brutal right but who's the prize yeah. like if you want to be the most expensive one because yeah. and the, here's the reason why i mean you could soften it of course but if you but the idea, you could put it in a nice nicer than I just put it. But the idea is it's that the flossing story is what it's like. You're not paying for classes. You're paying for your back to feel good. Yeah. And your back's not going to feel good if you keep canceling classes. So I'm here to help you feel better. And I'm going to drill sergeant you a little bit if you're going for a pint instead of coming into <laughs> class. And, you know, my karate school actually is extreme. They have a much more, they have a better bedside manner than I do, which is probably why I don't run a karate school. <laughs> but they'll, they, they would articulate it in that kind of a way. It's like, look, this is for you. If you are canceling, I don't want your money because your back is going to hurt. What you're selling is not classes. What you're selling is fitness or whatever. It's well, it's the it's the feeling of feeling yeah. of being able to pick up your grandkids without worrying that you're going to snap in half. You know, yeah. that's what you're really selling. It requires that they go to a certain number of classes per month. And if you miss two in a row, you're on probation. If you miss a third, we're going to cancel your credit card. Yeah, you're out. <laughs> you're, whatever. You could soften the terms or you could yeah. give them more of a probationary period yeah. or something. But they need to feel you need to. The, the, the problem with any of this physical stuff, like personal trainer, karate, any of that stuff, is that the real payoff is way in the future. Mm. And it feels really good to have a point right now instead of rolling around on my back, uh, you know, in a Zoom class. So you have to bring the pain now. You have to bring the pain and the payoff to the present. And by creating that, this culture of like, look, you're out of here if you do that one more time, that, that brings the future back pain into the present. It, it's a different kind yeah. of. Do you see what I'm saying? It creates yeah. a, it creates a pain in the now, a tension or a problem in the now. Not maybe someday when their back doesn't, because they feel great. Oh, I can skip a class. I feel great. Yeah. Right. It's like oh, I flossed my teeth enough for one lifetime. 
I never have to floss again. It doesn't work like that. So, you know, phrase it however you want, but that, that is a way to do it. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So doing stuff like that would allow you to increase your fees. Um, it might not, but still it doesn't feel like the lever. It doesn't feel like the biggest lever. The biggest lever would be increasing number of clients. So, and <laughs> Zoom would be the way to do it, the obvious way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. And even if we had, um, so, and so just chatting to you now and mm. sort of listening to all the stuff and just ticking away in there, <laughs> and I'm thinking <laughs> because we, we're limited with space at the studios, but maybe we have a class where they do um, three classes online and then they come in for a face-to-face Exactly. Class. Yeah, because you said a lot of people yeah. do mix. Yeah, I mean, some yeah, some people are doing both. They're doing a weekly Zoom class and a weekly face-to-face class. Mm-hmm. But so far, we haven't offered a kind of a class where they're doing mostly Zoom and coming in once a month or whatever, once mm-hmm. every four weeks. Right. But that might be quite a good thing to do because then that gives them a bit of hands-on and then they can go back to, you know, their living room floor mm-hmm. um, with a, you know, they've had a bit of hands-on input. So that would be. Yeah. I think, I mean, that, that does limit you geographically to a certain extent. Yeah, if, it, yeah. if it was a requirement, yeah. if it wasn't a requirement and it was like a new thing and this thing is like yeah. 25% more than anything else you sell per month. Yeah. And the new thing is that you can have, you can freely mix one in person per week with, I don't know, three or four. I mean, I don't know how many days a week a person can do Pilates and have it without diminishing returns, but I would think you could do it daily. I mean, I'm sure you do it daily. Yeah, I mean, if we just, I think just moving something daily is yeah. kind of fairly important. And it, right. you know, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be a whole hour. Um, right, right. So you could, you could yeah. create a new package yeah. that would give you give you the freedom to experiment with pricing without yeah. having to like raise it for 400 or 300 people and yeah. deal with the blowback from that. You could say, "Hey, we're offering a new thing. What what's yeah. your highest monthly price right now?" Uh 108 pounds, I think. Okay, so you've got a That's... new new 185 pounds a month. Yeah. What is it? You know, create a premium offering, something that, something that, and try, try not to throw classes at it. Try try to throw experience at it. So like, what is the experience that you create that would be premium luxury experience for, for the cream of the crop subset of people who money's no object anyway. And they, but they want to have this like pristine experience. I don't know. I have no idea what that looks like. Maybe they get champagne when they come into the studio. I don't know. Or some kind of like driving laws around here. (laughs) I suppose. Maybe not that. Right. But some kind of, I don't know, some kind of pampering, some kind of experience in the studio. Like they all get a massage afterwards or something or who knows whatever. I don't know. I'm just like, those are terrible ideas, but that, but like thinking outside of the box, um, there could be something special about the in-person experience that, that is unlocked with that, uh, that tier. So that is one thing you could do, but, uh, you know, create new packages and higher tier offerings. But I really think that that, I really think that that it's it seems like the obvious choice would be to scale up the number of clients that are Zoom only. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because you could 
your capacity is that's where you have all the extra capacity you don't have to increase your costs probably at a trivial increase in costs yeah no it, it, i mean it works really well so and we i think we've really proved that we can teach effectively on zoom yes it, it can't possibly be the same experience as being face to face but when i compare other stuff that i've seen um i mean you know people there are people paying sort of subscriptions of i don't know 14 20 quid a month just to watch somebody to do on demand videos just to watch somebody have their own workout yeah we have peloton we pay like 70 bucks a month yeah. for it and no one uses it but that's not the business you want to run. Like you don't want the gym yeah. business model. You want people to feel better. No, no, exactly. And and my whole 24 years of teaching has been getting to know people and making it about them. Mm-hmm. And that is just so important to me. And and I don't I don't I mean I've had teachers that work in that gym environment. And they don't they don't work for us. Because they're very much, they were always saying, can we move the classes closer together? But why? Well, you know, because then I'm not, well, you're not standing there talking to people at the end of class or before the next one? No, not off. (laughs) We don't want that. If you want to go and work in that environment, get 20 quid an hour, you fully boots up. Yeah. Because it's not, absolutely not what I want to do and never have done, which I guess is why we, we, you know, we have that incredible loyalty with I, our clients. I, I'm sure you're right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's yeah, so, really important. Awesome. Well, okay. So we, we've, I think we've identified your opportunity for growth. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so before we wrap up, cause I've been keeping you on for so long before we wrap up, you need to tell me about your dog pricing story. And we can end oh, on that. This was this so intensely. So I have a small Jack Russell called Millie, and uh, unfortunately, her bum regularly gets blocked up. <laughs> As in, some dogs' anal glands get blocked up, so she has to have them sort of, uh, or I call get a bum squeezed <laughs> regularly. It's a very depressing thing. So um, I was. I was in another a vet store thing shop with a friend of mine and she was in there for something. So and while I was there, I said, Oh, how much do you charge for um anal glands? And this girl, <laughs> there's no polite way to say this. Is yeah, there? I know. <laughs> so um so she said, Oh, it's 15 pounds. I said, Oh, right, okay. And then then she said, and it's fit then it's 15 pounds for the nurse. So I said, Well, so it's 30 quid then? No. It's 15 pounds. And I said, but you just said that it's another 15 quid from us. Yes, it is. I said, so it's 30 pounds. <laughs> so why don't you just say it's 30 pounds? And she, and she, she stuck to this thing. I said, okay, can I make an, make, can I make an appointment then? I just want the anal glands done. I don't no, need the no nurse. Use. Yeah, but you've got to have the nurse. I said, well, I don't, I don't want that. So I just want to pay 15 quid. I was just being. Yeah, that's awkward. irritating. And then the vet came out and he started arguing with me. And I said, just stop lying and just put what your prices on. You know, either it's 30 quid or it's not. Say it's 30 quid. And I said, anyway, I won't be booking in because my vet only charges me £13.15. Yeah, for the nurse and the glands. <laughs> but yeah. So the next time I went to my vets, I told them this. And I said, and actually, I've got an idea for you. I said, when I go to my coffee shop, I said, every 10 
cups that I pay for. I get a free cup of coffee. <laughs> could, you, could you do a loyalty card for really bum squeezing? Frequent <laughs> flyer. To keep, me, you know, to keep me coming back. Otherwise, I might go down the road. So, well, so maybe, maybe they teach lessons and you could do it yourself. Then they could, they could charge <laughs> lessons. No, I'm really happy to pay £13.50 yeah. to avoid that experience. Yeah, talk about value-based pricing. <laughs> Absolutely. I yeah. just said that. I, I think the loyalty card thing should be something that they ought to introduce. Keep personally. you coming back. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't done it so far. And I have to go about every four or five weeks. Well, I think they know they have a captive audience. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to send her out begging soon. <laughs> Yeah, pull your own weight, Minnie. You want your bum squeezed? Get out there and earn some money. <laughs> the hard way. Well, this has been delightful. Hopefully it's been uh, helpful in some way. And... It's been brilliant. Thank oh, you good. so much. Well, I really enjoyed it. I'm, I'm now going to flood everybody with it. So if you suddenly get a load of Pilates teachers <laughs> tuning in, you'll know why. <laughs> I guess so. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I'm a big fan. <laughs> and hopefully hopefully you'll keep in touch and let me know what happens i will absolutely don't you worry you'll be getting another oh god there's another email from that mad woman in the uk <laughs> well before we go like tell people where your website is in case they want to check oh, it out North, northhandspilates.com all right there you have it maybe you'll get an influx of zoom maybe I'll get, I mean, I, yeah if i if i have to do a, a class where i have to tone things down a bit or change my humor for the safe, so be it. I can do that. It's I wouldn't not a worry. problem. I wouldn't worry. Bunch of software developers sit around all day with bad backs. Perfect. I've got just the thing for all of you. Neck, shoulders, you know, dodgy knees, dodgy hips, the whole shebang. Excellent. We can cover it all. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not squeezing your mum. <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> Well, thanks again. And uh, yeah, keep it, keep me posted. Shoot me an email. I'd love to send out an update. Thanks, Jonathan. Have a lovely day over in the sunny states. Exactly. Yes, you too. Take care. All right, folks, that's it for this time. I'm Jonathan Stark, and you've been listening to Ditching Hourly. Would you like to learn how to get paid what you're worth? How about selling your expertise and not your labor? What about making more money without working more hours? We work through all of this together in the pricing seminar. Registration starts soon, so head on over to thepricingseminar.com to add your name to the announcement list. That URL again is thepricingseminar.com. I hope to see you there. Hey, Jonathan again. Do you have questions about how to improve your business? Things like value pricing your work instead of billing for your time, or positioning yourself as the go-to person in your space, or maybe productizing your services so you never have to have another awkward sales call or spend hours writing another custom proposal. Book a one-on-one coaching call with me and get answers to these questions and others in the time it takes you to get ready for work in the morning. Best of all, you're covered by my 100% satisfaction guarantee. If at the end of the call, you don't feel like it was worth it, just say the word and I'll refund your purchase in full. To book your one-on-one coaching call, go to jonathanstark.com slash call, C-A-L-L. That URL again is jonathanstark.com slash call. Hope to see you there.